Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. The session will start in one minute. Hi, this is Raghur The time is about 3.30 p.m. Today is October 8, 2021. Radio PC has been conducting Zoom, our conference calls from 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, please show your face and let Gayatri know that you're a newcomer. She will try to promote the people who have never asked questions before. Arvind? Thank you, Rahul Garu, for this for this opportunity. I have one question. Uh, actually, my RFE is uh, due in few weeks, but my attorney is procrastinating uh, for some reason. So I would like to submit my RFE because I, I have all the evidences, but at, along with that, I would like to withdraw her uh, G28. So uh, is that okay? I can first, of all, first of all, what was the RFE about? Uh, RFE, actually, I submitted my uh, in EB1A category. Uh, so they asked uh, what is the, my the significance the the in the my contributions to the significance in the field and the second so this one is, wait wait this is the RFE for I one forty yes oh, it's so complicated <laughs> you don't want to submit yourself um, even if you want to change a lawyer um, mm-hmm. you need to picking why is it just because this lawyer is late, you want to pick a different lawyer? Because you have extra 60 days to respond to the RFE. Uh, yes, my due date is on November 5th, but as of now, uh, I did not get any like a paperwork or anything uh, because I need to take some signatures from the um, some peers from the experts in this field. But I got uh, the point. Yeah, you can change the lawyer if you want to. Okay. Um, you can change the lawyer. But okay. I would say that we may not, we are not good lawyers in those things, okay? Okay. Thank you. Yeah, but you Isha? can change. Uh, and you don't have until November 5th, though. So you have extra 60 days. This is the, max, the maximum date they were mentioned in the RFA later, the 60 Yeah, but, but the USCS is allowing 60 extra grace days because of the COVID. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. I, I don't know. Yeah. Next person, please. Thanks, Rahul, for taking my call. Um, I currently uh, work for a university in H-1B cap exempt type of visa. Mm-hmm. Here, my H-1B cap subject visa was approved and I'm starting to do my second job. So can I work both full, both jobs full-time? No, you cannot. So here is the issue, though. Let me make you understand one thing. If you are wanting to work for both the companies though, okay? 
they, they did the current company filed as a parallel H1B application though, the one the for-profit organization? No. They can file one more H1B application as if that you're going to be working for both the companies and then you can. Okay. You got my point? So is it like a concurrent visa or? Uh, That's exactly what I meant is concurrent. Is okay. So okay. I need to let my employer know that I'm working. Uh, yes. The second one of the employer need to know. Okay. One of the employer need to know. And they have to file a concurrent H1B again for you to work for both the companies. Otherwise, you will be violating your status by working for two companies. Next person, please. Thank you. Aridhi? Hi, Rahul. Um, I spoke to you on last Friday's call about my H1B. Uh, my employer uh, submitted my RFE response on 8th of September. It's been a month, but my status didn't get updated. Um, so uh, what should we do now? It's been a month. You responded to the RFP and they did not. It says that it's not there. Do one thing. RFP is just a uh, just a document. Have them copy the entire thing. Send it one another FedEx. Yeah, say they sent it again on uh, last to last Monday and they sent it again uh, yesterday. So this is the third time they sent it. Uh, and my H-1B was filed in the premium processing. Uh, I received the RFE within like 10 days of filing it. Uh, so we responded on 8th of September. Um, and so the, one other thing that they can do is that they can contact the USCIS. Yeah, yeah, email. They tried. yeah, they tried, uh, but they didn't receive any, any response. <laughs> other than court litigation, there's nothing I can do for you. Okay, oh. no. Nah. Court, court litigation. Okay. I mean, there's nothing I can do, ma'am. And they're already doing all the things what they can. Okay. Okay, so what okay. happens in the uh, court litigation? Like, does it guarantee you, something? No, there is no guarantee, ma'am. There's no guarantee. Okay? There is no guarantee. But if you want to, you can contact Stephen Brown. But if you want to use the word guarantee, no, absolutely none. Guaranteeing any legal case is a crime in United States. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, I have another question. Um, I uh, like I was on L two until June twelfth, uh, and mm -hmm. then filed a B two to cover the gap. Uh, I I I thought that I will receive the decision before first of October, and I filed my B two to cover the gap. But mm -hmm. it's also going to expire next month. So, um, what can I do to stay, or should I go back to India and uh, if it gets approved, then uh, come in council? Well, you you can try to file one more B two application extension if you want to. Okay, B two extension I can file without without having the B two approval. That's right. While okay. one B two is pending, you can file one more B two, ma'am. Okay. Okay. Sure. Thank you so much. Dheeraj. Hi, Dheeraj. Dheeraj. Shri. Hey, hi, Rahul. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to ask this question. So uh, we have like uh, one question. So where uh, I'm currently on L1A, and uh, my uh, employer has applied for extension and I got RFE and I responded to RFE this week. 
and at the same time in i applied a h1b from outside vendor and they also applied my h1b this week itself and both are in premium right now so what would be my case like uh, if both are approved you can pick whichever you want so it it, you know, it doesn't matter like if l1a approves after h1b boy 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 so so your l1a extension is pending and then your h1b is pending yeah both got filed uh, in this same day and same this week itself so that was Sorry, a challenge I, i take back um whatever approval comes latest uh-huh. will be the proper one so for example if the uh, l1a your voice comes, was cutting down whatever comes for gatri can you listen to me yes rahul okay if whatever comes latest if l1a will be comes wait 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 let's say for example your l1a is approved on october 20th and h1b is approved on october okay. h1b is approved until after october 25th so l1 okay. is approved on 20th h1 is approved on 25th okay then h1 is active okay so if, what if wait, mm-hmm. if h1 is approved on october 20th l1 is approved on october 25th then it's l1 okay so we can't if switch both, back to i will tell you how to switch back if you want to switch to you can go to mexico okay and come back you don't need any visa if you are going to mexico or canada to come back to united states okay so we don't need stamping either no you don't need stamping it's called automatic revalidation gatri is going to give, give a link to you about that automatic revalidation okay okay, okay next person you can even contact me Thank you. if you want to once you get the approval next person please yeah and one more question rahul one last let's give the chance to other people okay yeah kartik hey hi uh, rahul um so just kartik i have a few questions so uh, i have an i approved i140 uh, for the last 3 years and currently like um, my client organization they want to take me full time uh, the only concern is everything on the h1b is okay it's just that i140 uh, i think we had to go through a refiling of the perm and uh, i140 certification right so mm-hmm. that i believe they have some policies that says like i have to be at least with them for 2 years so not sure uh, if that's a risk joining them or yes, it, is a, it is a risk joining them and nor- normally it companies don't have this it's only these non it companies the traditional companies have it yeah even companies like walmart used to have this kind of principle they dump them and because they moved into technology company they have put so much money in the technology right now they're dumping all the traditional things out so if you're joining a company that has a policy of 2 years of labor that you have to wait for them do hell i'm not joining with them okay right and now it, this is mm-hmm. this is you need to understand okay yeah you guys are on the top of the world right now it guys is it has advanced 10 years in advance i mean in no time in the life that no profession has been such highly regarded except the godmen you know the god people where you touch yeah. legs and give the money you guys are like yeah. that right now at this time if they are telling you wait for 2 hours you have to show a finger that i don't want to show to you right now 
Okay. And what if I am willing to pay from my pocket and they process? No, they can't. You can't. You can't. You can't legally do that. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. Bipin. Hi, hi, Rahul. Um, uh, I have a question around uh, priority dates. Um, so I applied. I applied for your uh, EB three downgrade, and uh, my on forty is also approved. I might nice. Current right now. but i am very at the border right now uh, because i don't know if the retrogation happens but i do have receipts and everything so the question is what if the next month bulletin retrogation happens will my application will still be processed from usas when you say you mean this what is the priority date uh, november 2013 so what you're telling is that what if the priority final action date moves back yeah back so what will happen to october 2013 yeah. will my right. case still be processed or i have to wait for when you say date? processed process there are two different things though you will not get the green card starting from november though okay mm -hmm. you will not get the green card will you get your ead and advance parole yes even if the date retrogates mm -hmm. okay so you won't get the green card but you'll get an ead and advance parole and the green card will only happen once the date, once the date is again current you are absolutely right Uh, thank you next person please dheeraj dheeraj okay pravin kumar hi uh, can you hear me yes mm -hmm. pravin yeah hi rahul uh, i just have a quick question my wife has a h1b approved and stamped but the only thing is uh, her employer is not ready to send her right now because uh, they don't uh, have a project right now so i'm planning to get her here on uh, dependent visa on h4 visa mm -hmm. so if at all if i uh, get her on h4 will there be any chance that i can uh, find a new employer and uh, convert to the no. change of status to h1 no oh, um there are you can try it i've seen some successes though you can try it but technically speaking up there is a chance good chance they may deny it though okay uh, so there is no chance uh, like chance meaning uh, the really i would say uh, there is only 25% chance if she okay. if the same company files it's 100% if some other company files it's 25% okay sure thanks sir yeah. raj hey rahul uh, thank you for uh, giving this opportunity uh, so my uh, so i am working for employer a on a h1b and uh, where my priority date stands with employer a and i'm uh, thinking to work with uh, employer b filing a concurrent h1b so which i know like i can do that but my question is if in case if my priority date become eligible for date of filing or uh, final action will working on current h1b with a different employer create any issue in adjudicating 485j nope absolutely not if we okay. do we would have told you of course okay. but i'm telling so you again no okay the follow up question is my h1 with employer a expires in december next year 22 and i file a concurrent h1 with employer b at, uh, like next month and i got an approval for like december 2023 so i should still renew my employer a h1 as a primary application yes you have to okay 
And for visa stamping, uh, which H1 I should show if I have to go for visa stamping primary. The problem with the visa stamping is whenever you go outside the country, though, when you come back, you can only work for one company. Every time you come back, the concurrent file H1B have to file an amendment for you. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Next, Next person, please. Bro. Hey, do you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Hey, my name is Roshni and I would, my H4 EAD is uh, valid until end of this year, but I'm hearing so many things about H4 EAD and I'm a little worried that if I just need to, you know, go for litigation right away. So any suggestion, please? There's no litigation process right now, unfortunately for you right now. So, so even though, uh -huh. so, Go ahead, ma'am. Uh, so is that something that it might be available after a month or so? Or No, because, because we, we filed a lot of litigation. We were being successful and the USCIS started dodging the bullets instead of facing us. So then we filed a class action suit. That means that even if you are not part of it, we made you part of it. Mm -hmm. And we already started some victories on that particular litigation, including where no biometrics are required anymore. Uh, but still, there, at least I can say that there's no forthcoming, uh, there's no forthcoming uh, uh, litigation process on it now. Oh my God, then I should be prepared then, that I might lose my You're job. Right. You're right, ma'am. Oh my God, and we uh, heard that by September this year, we were uh, going to get some updates uh, about premium processing and we haven't heard anything yet. So any update on that, on premium processing? No, none, ma'am. That's really not fair. Next uh, person, please. Praveen? Yep. Being an immigrant is not fair in the country. I agree, ma'am. Yeah. Hello, yeah. Raman, sir. Um, yes. I have one question. Uh, it's actually not for me, but uh, um, in general, like if for any reason, 485 gets denied, um, will the priority date be reserved? We need to look into why it's got denied. If the 485 got denied because you fake the degree certificate, no, I-140 cannot be. If the 485 got denied because you murdered somebody, well, it doesn't matter whether I-140, you will be fit for nothing. So I need to know the reason for denial. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, thank you. Next person. Nitin? Nitin, you have to unmute yourself. Yes, P? Hey, Rahul, can you hear me? Yes. Hey, uh, guys, if you're a newcomer, show your face and let Gayatri know, guys. She'll give promotion. Go ahead, Nitin. Uh, this is SP. Um, Rahul, Sorry, so sir. I asked this question uh, previously uh, regarding... Uh, concurrent 485Js, and you said the first employer who actually filed my 485, if I am still with that employer, and if I file an I-9 with an EAD, I can continue to do so with two employers. Absolutely, you don't need to file a 485J supplement. So the second employer doesn't have to file a 485J supplement, and I don't have to be on his W-2 as well. I can do a 1099 as well at that point, right? 
I would, it's not that you cannot do it. I don't want to create some doubts because when you go for the interview to the USCIS officer, they get all kinds of doubts though with these 1099s. So yes, uh, you can pay us a lot of money to defend yourself. And maybe we've been fairly successful though. We haven't had any failure cases yet. And But if I were you, if I were you, I would avoid them. Okay, so W2 is fine. No issues there. Then the, That's right. The, the, the same question uh, is basically um, if, if per se they call me for an interview and I file only 1485J, then the mm -hmm. parent company which file for my 485 is all I'm going to talk about. I'm not going to talk about the second employer, am I? No. If they ask you whom are you employed, you will mention both the companies. Okay, I have to. Okay. You have to. No lying. Okay, fair enough. Okay, then. Next person, please. Vivi? Sayas Das? With? Hello, Reddy. Happy Friday. Um, Thank you. Same to you. So I have a question. Um, my wife is working on uh, H4 EAD instead of green card EAD. So next month I'm moving to uh, green card EAD. Um, so do, do I need to move my wife uh, uh, green card? I mean, uh, to my wife's EAD to green card as well, uh, or else uh, she can work till, till the H4 EAD expires. Why? Because my you, uh, you move her to move her to H four EAD. Hmm? Move her to H four EAD. She's on H four EAD. I am oh, sorry, from... sorry, sorry. Move her to AOS EAD. Sorry. Oh, AOS EAD. So it's a, it's a, it's not legal to work on H four EAD. Is that so, or is it like a safe safe bet? No, because you're not in H one B. I don't want to use the H four. Okay, agreed. Um, one more question. Um, so I, my, I 485 application got transferred to Lee Summit, uh, Missouri National Benefit mm -hmm. Center, USCS office. Do mm -hmm. I need to get worried? Uh, my priority date is on May 20, 2014 with, uh, I-140 EAD. No, you should be happy. If I were you, I would be happy. The stupid <laughs> service center, Nebraska service center and Texas in particular is very worse. So National Benefit Center is the best. Not many cases are left there. They just are approving everything that comes there. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay, then. Madhav? Madhav? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Can you hear? Yes. Uh, yeah. Hi, Rahul. I have a quick question. Um, uh, I got my I-140 approved. Uh, fingerprints is done. Uh, my priority date is April 2012. Uh, should I do interfile or not? Or wait for, my lawyer says, wait for the RFE. No, um, uh, you mean it's a medical? Yeah, medical interfile. Interfile, interfile, interfile. There are so many emails we get it. And once you get the green card, don't bother sending an email to us. There are so many people who are getting email without medical RFEs. If you do interfiling. Oh, okay. Th that is the best thing. Interfile is the best. That is a, that's the best thing, sir. Okay, okay. Uh, some people say that uh, after we interfile, uh, what if they send RFE? Oh, there is a chance. If, you're, if your doctor can give two copies, take them. 
two original copies. If not, you will have to, you will have to, there are some people who got it. You will have to respond to that RFE. So I can take the same date thing, like two, two yeah. copies and then send the letter right. also? Can. Yep, you can. Those are still within valid? Two years. Yep, oh. within two years they are valid. Okay, if, if doctor sealed today, I can send next, valid for two years. next person, please. Okay. Next Thank person, you. two years, please. Vati? Hi. Hi, Rohit sir. I have a quick question. Uh, mm -hmm. My priority date is 2011, November. Mm -hmm. I got my EAD and advanced payroll. And uh, it's, I already submitted my medicals and it's been like uh, more than two months. I'm waiting. And right now I want to switch my job, but my employer is asking me to stay for six more months. Is there a way we can change without letting him know or do something like that? Because I, do, I have a full-time opportunity. So let me understand. You already have the I-140 approvals, right? Yes. What do you mean? How can you not know, let you know, employer, that you switch because, the job? Because you, you'll be stopped working for them. Yeah, but he's not, uh, he has an uh, like option to withdraw I-140. That, that's what I let heard. Him like. withdraw. Let him withdraw. How does it matter to you? Okay. I mean, okay. So, the, okay. Whether mm -hmm. I am running tomorrow 12 miles or not, how does it matter to you? Uh, okay. Whether, On he withdraws, any... okay. He, whether he withdraws your I 140 will not matter to you. Okay. Okay. So, you file 485. It's been more than six months that you filed 485. He withdraws it. It doesn't matter. I want you to file a 485J supplement with a company that you're joining. That's all you need to do. Okay, now the medical, I submitted the medical and it's more than two months. If I submit my medicals now, will, will it delay my 485 process in getting it? No, ma'am. It does not. Okay, thank you, sir. Uh, I... When you go to the new company, just have them file the 485J. Let your old company withdraw. It doesn't matter. Stock market went up. Stock market went down. Does it matter to you? At least for your green card? No, it doesn't. You're fine. Next person. Rohan? Hi, Rahul. Uh, so uh, I last entered the U.S. back in 2019 on an F1 stamp, and I haven't left since. Um, in October 2019, I got a change of status to H-1B. Mm -hmm. um, so now I have an expired F1 stamp and no H-1B stamp on my passport. Uh, will I get mm -hmm. automatic revalidation if I go to Mexico? And how, what, what's the reason why you're going to Mexico? <laughs> Just to visit or for vacation? Absolutely no problem. You, even though your passport stamping is expired mm -hmm. and you told me that your H-1B I-94 is valid, you are going to Mexico, you're not going for stamping. And you're also, I'm also assuming that you're going to come back within 30 days after you leave the country. That is correct. Yep. No problem. That's yep. Automatic revalidation is when you don't have a visa. Okay. Yep. So I, I don't have any, <clears throat> I never had a H-1 visa, but I have the uh, I-94 and the that's the whole reason why we call it as automatic revalidation. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Saumya. Hello. Uh, hello, Rahul Garu. Um, so last year in October, my husband, he got his 140 downgraded. We got our EAD and AP. Um, 140 EB3 approved. Uh, and... Uh, I do have a 140 uh, in October, priority date 2013 October. So now we have decided to go back to my employer and um, um, downgrade for me. But the problem is um, last month we our H1 and H4 expired. Luckily, his 
employer um, extended his H one, but I did not extend my H four. Mm-hmm. So now, what do you mean you uh, did not up- extend your H four? So because uh, we got our EAD and uh, we are in, in pending status, we thought we don't need to extend the H one and H four, and we did not okay. expect this regression. I mean, retrogression would happen. Okay. Um, what about your I one forty? Is it approved? I have I for I one forty approved in EB two. No. What about the EB three downgrade? So My husband filed... is approved. Who is the main applicant here? You or your husband? So my husband's, we both have EADs. So we both have 140s, sorry. His was downgraded last year and everything is approved. 140 EB3 is approved, EAD and AP, we got it. So now okay. for me, because it's 2014 December, his is PD. Mm-hmm. My priority mm-hmm. is October 2013. So we have mm-hmm. decided to go back to my employer and start my process of downgrade. But the problem mm-hmm. is I did not extend my H4 and it's been a month. So I'm thinking okay. that there's a couple of options. Uh, we actually uh, consulted with your attorney, uh, Rebecca Chen, but if we mm-hmm. passed 30 minutes, it was so long and we still have questions. So she gave an option of 245K. That's right. Um, or if, go out and you, come if, back with H4. Uh, no, ma'am. I would not do go and come back. There is something called 245K. That means that even if you don't maintain the non-immigrant status, if you are out of status for 180 days, you can still file the 485. Okay. So do you still recommend that option than going to, because I do have Canada visa. I can go to Canada and get. No, but there is a stamping. No, I would file a 485 if you want to right now directly without going anywhere. No, I would not go anywhere now. Okay. So another question is, do I still have to maintain because after, because I just still, you said we have 180 days. If do I have to still maintain non-immigrant visa because there could be another uh, interfiling if EB2 becomes... You, no, no. You, you can't now maintain the non-immigrant status though. But one thing is that if you want your ex-employer's I-140 to be active and get the green card though, okay? Mm-hmm. You cannot work on your husband's EAD right now. Right. So I can ask them to apply for a H1 for me. Even if the H1 is a H1B, you can't get it because you're not in status. You'll have to go outside the country to get it. So I have to wait for my AOS EAD? AOS EAD. That's right. Okay. The second AOS EAD. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that was my I, I, uh, I don't know whether I would go to the old <laughs> employer and file it. And do it, but if you do, yeah, you can absolutely. You can, you're within, as Rebecca has pointed out, you're within the six months, so you have no reason to fear. You can file a 485 right now, okay? If you want to use us to file a 485, we have a daily conference call that you don't have this many people there, we only like five, six people for half an hour. You can, we can file your 485 if you want to. Sorry, um, which conference call daily conference call? We have a daily conference call for the people whom we file the 485, only okay, five, okay. six people show up there. Okay. Um, and then it's every day we have it. And that's, it's not like you're in line like this. I'll reach okay? out. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But, but if you want to use our services. Though, sure. Okay. Thank you. Uh, but one thing is that I don't know whether I want to do it, whether it's good or bad for you right now to take the 245K, not work, even though you have an EAD with your husband. I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure if that's worth it. Yeah. But if you take a consultation, then we can even give a credit of the consultation fees to our Next person, please. 
uh, this is the last person, guys, and then I'll go to the question and answers which are coming out. Hi, sir. Yeah, hi, sir. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I have a question, sir. My H1B is still February 2022, so I'm applying for H1B extension now within a couple of weeks. But my wife's H4 and EAD is still August next year, 2022. Mm -hmm. So uh, along with my H1B extension, shall I apply my wife's H4 and H4 EAD or? Yes, absolutely, H4? yes. No, apply for H4 H4 EAD. Even though the her H4 EAD and H4 is expiring in August, I want you to file it right now. Both H4 and H4 EAD? And e, both. Okay, I-765 and I-590. You're I absolutely I right. Don't believe in all the theory that don't apply within six months, okay? Just apply. Take okay. my word, apply. Thank okay. you, guys. I'm going to go to the question and answer that I'm getting in. Um, with regards to the visa bulletin, there are a lot of things that are questions that are coming up, guys. We'll have to see uh, how it's going to turn out in November, though. Um, so it's too much speculation, too many things right now. What's going to be in November visa bulletin is going to be very speculative, guys. Very speculative because, one, we have extra 150,000 green cards, which uh, State Department, we're not sure if they're they going to get that or not. Uh, we don't know how many green cards have been wasted last year. Uh, we will get the picture by November, by by next week. Um, so we'll see. There are a lot of bills going on, but none of the bills are passed at this point of time. Um, Abhishek has this question. My kid has worked on H4 studying 12th grade. He did internship and received 150 amount. Can we use it or not? No. I want you to do one thing, Abhishek. Make sure that that $150 you add $50, send it to some donation, okay? In that way that it can be easily, we can defend it a later time if we needed. The purpose for him to get that money was actually for a donation purposes. Uh, a reconciliation bill, employment authorization, that's a, a big subject, guys. It's going to take a lot of time for me to explain. We are going to ex I'm going to explain that in Tuesday to you guys. Uh, Out of processing time for EAD, register service request, reach out to congressmen. What more can I do? I don't know. Uh, if you find a solution, you let me know. I have no way to get these things working out. It was, uh, our H1B is expiring in five months. Do we need to apply for H1B extension? Even if we get EAD in three to four months. Uh, this is 8244. If I were you, I would not file the H1 and H4 extension. Uh, I'm not going to speculate about uh, the priority dates, guys. Um, this number is going to be like very unpredictable. Can I work 240, uh, to 140 hour and 150 hour job on EAD? Yes, absolutely. Go make money for, for, the, for us guys. I mean, you pay taxes. We salute you. It's very hardworking people. I respect you.
EB2 I140 approved priority date is October 2012 with company A change to company B. What do you recommend better to do? Well, go back to the whole company. Maybe I got the question wrong, SP, because you divided the question into two, so I, I couldn't get the question properly. Sorry about that. Well, thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be Tuesday, which we're going to discuss about the reconciliation bill more thoroughly. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.